Welcome to Online Seller UK podcast. My name is Propath, founder at Online Seller UK, and we've been doing this Amazon podcast for some time, and we brought in lots of topics from optimization to sourcing and so on. So today, um, we are talking about Keeper. So I'm joined by Chris from Help. So Chris, welcome to our podcast. Thank you very much for having me again. Cool. So Chris, I think it's good for you to introduce yourself and we can take it from there. Yeah, perfect, mate. Thank you very much. So yeah, my name is Chris. Uh, I'm the founder of helped.co.uk. Um, we are a full service uh, Amazon marketing agency, uh, helping businesses either launch, grow or scale on Amazon predominantly. Excellent. So you mentioned before we started booking, uh, calling, and recording and so on. So you mentioned about Keeper and it's really interesting too. I've heard so much things about it. So um, let's talk a little bit more. How can, you know, how can we use Keeper as a seller? Yeah, so the good thing about Keeper is, uh, and it it's kind of has a lot of features similar to the uh, Chrome extension for Helium 10, where you can kind of see uh, data over a period of time. So you can kind of see how a product may move within the BSR. But there's also other features within there. So you can actually input an ASIN for a different channel, whether that be uh, the UK or Germany or US or Canada. And it actually shows you a whole host of data that sometimes is not available to see on the front page of Amazon or even if the product's out of stock. So if you've got a product that you've still got the ASIN for and it's gone out of stock, it kind of stores all the information. And it goes into to great detail as well. So you can kind of see like the the color, you can see the barcode, you can see who the manufacturer is, who the brand is. So it's it's really useful, especially if you want to kind of do a bit of snooping on competitors as well. Uh, it can be useful from that side. Okay, excellent. So um, so when we are looking for competitors' product you know, with, with Keeper, so what sort of things do you typically look at? Yeah, so uh, some of the, the good metrics to go on there, one is you can kind of see like the last 90-day pricing. Uh, you can kind of split out to see uh, historically, has it been a vendor product? Uh, have they always sold directly on Amazon? If they sold to Amazon? Uh, it shows you like the review count, so you can kind of see how many reviews the product's got, how many stars. There's a host on there. It never used. It used to have quite a few options on there, but I feel like over the last year they've added a whole host of extra stuff on there. So you can kind of see competitors' images. Um, you can see the titles, and you can actually download it into a CSV file. So if you've got a program like um, Google Sheets, for example, you can upload it into there. You can actually pull all the competitor images into there and you can look for changes and, and match it etc so it's it's really useful to doing that i know there's a few tools that do it but for the price of keeper and a spreadsheet it's it works out like less than 20 pounds a month which is i always feel like it's crazy value yeah absolutely absolutely and a lot of dropshippers use keeper to uh, to gain the product knowledge so um do you want to expand a little bit on that yeah so I think what, there's there's a few different features on there. One, you can actually do like a product search. You can kind of yeah. look within a category and set your pricing. So very similar to other products out there like Helium 10. Uh, so that that's great as well. But another thing you can do is, and one of my favorite tools is a bulk, uh, a bulk search functionality. So if you've got a list of competitor ASINs or you've got a list of your own ASINs and you want to pull information from those ASINs en masse, you can put them into the tool uh, loads all the information up and then you just click download and you've got all the information about all your products on a spreadsheet. Uh, you can do something similar with like a cash free download directly from Amazon, uh, but this also kind of works on, on the vendor side quite quickly as well. So it's great for that. 
yeah yeah those category uh, files can be really useful uh, for lots of reasons um mm -hmm. so um it's interesting so um so we Talking a little bit more uh, on Kipa itself, and you mentioned about vendor. So I believe some of the data is very difficult to get hold of from the vendor account, I would have thought. So I, I think the way that Keep does it is that, uh, I don't know if it pulls the information off the page, or I, I think originally it started as the Chrome app, and I think every time that someone's got the Chrome app and they land on the page, then they, they index that particular page into the software. Uh, yeah. And that they will be just pulling some kind of. So I don't think it needs to have any kind of API access or anything to to vendor or sell it. It's just pulling the information directly off the page. So, I mean, you probably could do an inspect element on each web page if you wanted to, but Keeper does all that kind of stuff for you, and it's, yeah. it stores the data as well. And unlike Helium Ten, Keeper's been going for years as long as I can remember, and it used to be free. Uh, yeah. And then he started charging. There was a bit of an uproar, and but. I think it's still slept on. There's so much value in it. There's so much information on there. I, I love it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and one of the features I, I, I think with Keeper, I think it's, it's a Chrome extension. I've not used uh, to the extents you have, certainly, but sometimes I look at and change, see the price change sometimes. Yes. Uh, um, and, um, and I find that useful because sometimes we are not aware of price changes uh, yeah. even with seller central because we don't we don't control the price as such this client control it or sellers and it's good to check that pricing as well um yeah um, and uh, you can kind of go back again historically so you like some listings and it, they might be multiple years old so you can go like back as as long as you want kind of on there and everything's mm -hmm. just on the page and that there are quite a few different tabs available on the uh, Chrome extension as well. So if a product on eBay has got a similar barcode or has got the same barcode, I should say, then it can automatically show you similar products on there. We can, yeah, there's so much on there. There's, there's, there's too much to, to say on a kind of thing, but there's a lot of information on there about your products, which is great because you can pull massive amounts of data, but also competitor products and and category data as well. So you can kind of go back, you can click into a certain category and you can see within a subcategory what the top, usually if you go onto Amazon Direct, you can see like the top 100 products, but on Keeper yeah. you can see the top 5,000 products if there is 5,000 mm -hmm. in a subcategory. Mm -hmm. So it's really good for if you are doing a particular type of advertising and you, you basically you want to uh, advertise your product on competitors' ASINs, then you can just pull a, a massive competitor list and put them into your advertising module uh, after a little bit of filtering and messing about. But... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that's that's really good use. And uh, do, do you find targeting the ASINs a little bit more profitable, if that's the right word, compared to the keywords targeting? Yeah, I, th I think it depends. I think, uh, like with anything, you have to kind of test it out uh i've had really good experience uh on a vendor account in the past doing this exact method and pulling all those particular racings in and then some of them were not profitable but then we found a ridiculously profitable one to the point where it was actually a third of the advertising uh revenue was coming from just advertising on this one competitor's asin so you kind of know quite quickly what's what's working on there but it's it's definitely a good tactic and I think I've mentioned it in the past as well before, and I think someone else mentioned it who I robbed it off. I can't remember who it was, but if someone's paying for, for traffic and they're running advertising, if, if you can kind of use that traffic that they're paying for and then advertise on their products instead of advertising on the keyword because the keyword's really expensive, then that can be really useful as well. 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So that's all good. So uh, it, it's it's good to start that with Keeper. So uh, you've given us quite good information on that. Uh, we are towards the end of the podcast. So it will be good for you to, uh, if somebody wants to find you and um, you know get in touch with you to find out how they can get help from you, where's the best place to get to? Yeah, so uh, check our website, which is help.co.uk or chris at help.co.uk or find me on LinkedIn as Christopher Ball. Yeah, excellent. And also for, for those who are listening, Chris will be with us in Amherst in Brighton later in October. So he's a well-respected speaker. He's spoken with us in the past and, you know, come and join us at the conference at Amherst in October. Thank you, Chris, for your time today and I'll speak to you soon. All the best. Thank you very much, mate. Thank All you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye.